Welcome to another episode of the Meathead on the Mic podcast. This is the number one podcast for anyone on this planet, country, or nation who wants to get in the best physical shape for their next vacation. I'll be giving you actionable value to help you with mindset, training, and nutrition to help you transform your life. Disclaimer, I'm going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Not because I want to be mean, but because I generally respect you. Also, I'm a meathead. So if you tune in and decide to give me the time out of your life that you know you'll never get back, the very least I can do for you is keep it a stack. Expect to be educated, motivated, and inspired. And get ready to laugh over some light-hearted banter. Now that that's out the way, let's chat with IFBB Pro Matt Butale. Get ready, meatheads. Time to dive in. Yo, what's good, Meatheads? Hope you're having an amazing day. Welcome to another episode of the Meathead on the Mic podcast. It's your host, IFBB Pro Matt Butale, coming at you with another topic. And today, we will be talking about bulking, cutting, and, you know, which one you should essentially do first. All right, but before we dive in, you're welcome to join the Meathead Monsters Club, which is a free Facebook community where you get the opportunity to meet other Meatheads like yourself online. Again, don't forget to screenshot and share this podcast to your IG story to show support. Also, if you have if you have any questions that you'd like to ask me, or if you want to tune into the live recording to see exclusive behind-the-scenes footage, you're more than welcome to search for Matt Butale on Twitter, TikTok, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, shameless plug to my YouTube account if you want to see some not-safe-for-work meathead content. All right, so let's dive into the meat and potatoes. Let's get right on into this. So this episode applies to you, honestly, if you've done any research on how to get a slimmer stomach or build a muscular physique and you ever like and you stumbled on articles or uh, forum pages that tell you that you know you have to bulk and then you have to cut in order to create this like desired look like the desired outcome that um you know would give you that muscular body that would give you that that frame that you want okay this also applies to you if you've ever asked yourself which one of these two should i do first bulking or cutting all right so if you've ever asked yourself that question Stick around because I'm going to answer your question in so many goddamn ways um, and give you the proper insight that I believe as a professional um, would be the best approach. Okay. You know, cost wise, time wise, and of course, in the healthiest manner, too, right? You want to make sure that you're doing things in the healthiest possible way. All right. So, again, I'm pretty sure that if you are listening to this, you come across so many forms and articles or watch maybe even YouTube videos that encourage you to either cut or bulk or vice versa. You know, the, the whole process, cut and then bulk or bulk and then cut. And that's sort of like how you change your body to, to achieve sort of like an aesthetic, you know, appealing physique, something of the sort, right? So you, you've pretty much heard that. And if that's something you've heard or something that you believed in, just nod your head silently. Or if you're watching this live, just drop a comment down below. All right. So in today's episode, all right, we will be talking about the best way to transform currently, like your body that's currently out of shape into a leaner, more aesthetically appealing and functional body without the hassle of doing things the old school way. And the old school way, just to bring it to you guys and girls um, and sort of foreshadow, is bulking and cutting. All right. So I've noticed that this ideology, you know, over the years has is, is proven that it, it didn't really stand the test of time because there are better methods, better ways to actually move forward with this and to change your body and get a more aesthetically appealing physique, um, build more strength. Um, you know, in way less time and in a way healthier manner. Okay, so this brings us to our first topic. Okay, and th- that's this. How you start is going to determine your success. So don't make the same mistakes. All right, so I'm going to tell you just honestly, we're going to walk down memory lane here. 
Um, I used to do the bulking and cutting thing. Like I used to aggressively bulk and then aggressively cut. Um, and just for a rule of thumb, just so you guys and girls have an idea, an aggressive bulk is like eating one to 2000 calories more than your maintenance level. Um, you know, with the thought of growing a lot of muscle in mind, like that's your intention. You want to grow a lot of muscle, right? You want to bulk up, you want to get huge, right? You, you know, that's, that's what you do, right? So that's like the old school way. So I do that. I've done that actually, um, in 2018 and it was uncomfortable every single day I was force feeding myself, um, just to drink the amount of water that I needed to, you know, be hydrated was a lot. It was, it was too much almost. I was always uncomfortable lying down. I was always uncomfortable, um, going to bed, uh, tying my shoes, just doing regular shit. Um, I always felt like the meal was at the back of my throat and I was just riding on the wave of nausea the whole entire day. And don't even get me started on leg days. Um, without my intensity being incredibly like like high, I would still feel like puking because I just had so much food volume, right? And even if I spaced it out and I ate super, super early, it was just too much food, right? It did grow me, but not in the way that I actually preferred because I gained a lot of fat and water, which is what happens when you bulk, regardless of if it's a dirty bulk or if it's a clean bulk, right? Yes, of course, you want to eat cleaner foods and you don't want to shove your your, you know, crap into your system and all that stuff. But the fact of the matter is when you accumulate like that much weight in, in such a short period of time, whether or not it's with clean foods, you're going to have to put yourself in a serious state of, di of discomfort. And, you know, it, it's really, it's, it's not ideal. It's not sustainable. And you're probably going to end up hating yourself once you get too deep into it, uh, which they call like the perma bulk, uh, which is essentially, you know, when you bulk up to a certain point where you just, feel like you're at the point of no return. And that typically happens for most people that are bodybuilders because the bodybuilders understand that everything is for a purpose and that they're going to cut down anyway. And just to talk about the cutting on the flip side of that, what I had to do or endure in 2018 was just horrible. It was just as horrible, except on the other spectrum as bulking, all right? Because instead of overfeeding myself and constantly wanting to fucking puke and constantly like being sluggish, lethargic and out of breath, now... I've reached a point where I'm fucking starving every day because I've got to literally cut my calories down so much in an extreme way to lose enough weight and, you know, essentially burn enough fat and water um, to, to, to hit a deadline, right? Mainly when I was, uh, I'd be competing or going to a show. Um, and that was just a different kind of stress because you sort of experience all the opposite things um, of, 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 you know, being at a, a, like in a really, really high caloric surplus, because now you're in a really, really deep caloric deficit. So the one thing that I, I, I learned personally with bulking and cutting the old school way is that you're never going to be like comfortable. You're never going to be satisfied with, you know, living the lifestyle that you're, you're living when it comes to the nutritional standpoint and training, even because you're always on the verge of one extreme, either extreme nausea or extreme fucking hunger. Right. So that's when I started to realize, I'm like, hey, what the fuck is this? And why do I like, is this the only way to change your body? Right. So I've put myself through the through this test. And yes, I may have gained a couple of pounds of muscle from it, but that was not the most efficient. That was not the most effective way to do it, because, I mean, let's face it, guys and girls, even when you do bulk up to a certain point, most of it is fat and water. And the muscle that you do accumulate is the one of the first things to to go on your body once you start your cut because newly added muscle tissue doesn't retain well, right? Let me know if you guys can hear me, all right? So, yeah, that's something that I had to experience, right? That's something that I actually had to experience, and it sucked, right? So I, I had to look and, you know, ask. I'm like, hey, what's, what's going on here? What can I change? How can I improve this process, 
okay? And that's what made me really look at this thing and say, okay, well, I'm done with this trend in and out of, you know, we'll say, you know, eating so extremely, the, you know, cutting, all that stuff. And the, in the amount of work that I have to do with the cardio as well was just, it was ridiculous, right? So I'm here to abolish that mindset of, well, if you wanted to grow muscle, you have to go on an aggressive, an aggressive bulk. Or if you want to like get really shredded, you got to go on an aggressive cut. And it's a waste of time. I'm telling you that personally from my journey. And also, if you haven't experienced that yet, let me spare you with my mistakes. Right. So here's why it's such a waste of time. Number one, it takes so much time to do and it messes up your body, like the way your body regulates food, your metabolism, your your uh, digestive system and the hormones, too, that you're, you're going to be secreting, too, as well, because you're messing. You're pretty much never hungry when you're bulking because you're overfeeding yourself and the hormones that, you know, make you feel full. They, they're not like those things aren't secreted those like your body's normal operation is halted right because you're not eating normally you're not operating in a normal fashion and that's not good that's not ideal right you're, you're damaging your body right because to endure an, an aggressive bulk you would likely have to put on anyway more anywhere between 40 pounds of mass 40 pounds or more um again most of it is fat and water okay most of it is fat and water um and you're gonna get some muscle out of it but at the cost of your digestive system, at the cost of your metabolism, like the way your body metabolizes food, at the cost of, you know, the, the, your brain signaling, the, your, your body's ability to tell you whether you're hungry or whether you're full, things of that sort. Um, and you have to re-regulate those things when you change your diet, right? So uh, it's just, it's just a waste of time. It's not even, it's not efficient, right? Also, you're constantly force feeding yourself. Whenever you're training, you're in a state of nausea, you're unable to lie down, or just relax without feeling severe discomfort in your gut or like you're going to yak or some shit. Um, it messes up with your hormones and metabolism just due to sheer food consumption. Like, as I said, it doesn't even matter if you do the dirty bulk or if you do the clean bulk. The fact is that if you're doing an aggressive bulk, you're not going to be comfortable. Your your hormone signaling is going to go off. Your digestive system is not going to be your friend. Everything is just going to go out of whack because you're eating in an extreme fashion. Right. And anything in extremes is not sustainable, which means you won't be able to sustain that for a long time. And if you can't sustain it, then you could probably end up to a point where, OK, you added 40 pounds, maybe 50 pounds even, which is a lot of fucking weight. And well, now it's so unsustainable that you decide you can't eat that way anymore and you're just going to eat regularly um, instead of doing like, you know, a cut or an aggressive cut, which would be needed to, we'll say, counter an aggressive bulk. And then you end up in this like perma bulk state. Right. Where you're not happy. You've got a whole bunch of fat and water on you. And that becomes your story. Right. So, again, that's why I'm making this episode so that you guys and girls can get the benefit and not make these same mistakes. OK. Let's let's make that clear. And as I said, even if you eat clean, it's still bad because you're eating in, a, in, a, in an aggressive fashion. All right. And again, you do all that to gain mostly fat and water. All right, because the muscle that you get is it's not a lot, right? There's no you're not getting much muscle. And when you do cut the muscles, like one of the first things to go. So you're not going to even be retaining a lot of muscle when you cut down. So it sucks. It's a waste of time. All right. You'll lose almost all of your gains when you cut down from an aggressive bulk because you're going to have to cut down in almost an aggressive fashion. That's if you have a deadline that is, we'll say, within the time span of four or six rate bumps. Right. And if you've been bulking for six to eight months, it's going to take about that much time to properly get the fat and water off of you 
without actually killing yourself, right? And even in that time frame, it's going to be very aggressive because you probably, again, to lose 40 pounds, 50 pounds is no easy task, right? And if you willingly put that on your body, understanding that you got to get rid of most of it, it's also not going to be an easy task. Does that make sense to you? Right, so in, instead of having ridiculously high amounts of macros and calories, you know, you got to cut that, you know, every single, would it be every single month you're going to be coming down very slowly, which is, I mean, you'll get some point of, some, some time in between there, you'll feel a little bit of relief, you know, coming off of eating so much, but that relief is almost short-lived because as soon as you, like, you're going to pass a point, maybe after three months into your cut, where now you're just starving every day because of the amount of food that you're eating uh, before that, and what what normally used to make you full is um, is now something else that you're not eating. It's way less, and you're just going to be struggling going down that road, right? The first two months, it's like, thank God I'm eating a little bit less. Three months in, it's like, okay, I'm hungry. Four months in, you're like, I'm fucking starving. Five months in, you're like, this is pain, because it, you have to really, really get aggressive with your cut to, as I said, to counter an aggressive bulk, especially if you are doing it in respect to a timeline, okay? So it will work. You'll burn the fat, but you'll also lose most of the newly added muscle tissue, which makes it not worth the struggle of even bulking in the first place, all right? Again, newly added muscle doesn't stand the body long when you're cutting. It's like one of the first things to go, right? That's what you always hear about muscle maturity and mature muscle bellies, things of that sort. They're referring to when muscles actually been on your frame for over one to three years. Okay. And like, that's the muscle that sticks the hard, the dense muscle, the fibrous muscle, the, the muscle that, that, you know, you see those, uh, really deep details. Um, you know, when you get a condition, because I mean, that's, those are the, that's the muscle that stays right? the soft the round muscle that doesn't have much definition. That's that goes away really quickly. That goes away immediately. Almost when you're, when you're cutting. All right. So keep that in your head. On top of that, again, as I said, you're you're going to be in another state of discomfort, constantly starving, lacking the energy to do simple things, you know, because you had to invert your entire approach to your food in order to get back in shape. And again, it's just the polar opposite of the spectrum that you're already in, like uh, experiencing when you do an aggressive bulk. So there's just two polar opposites and you spend time, you know, bouncing between one or the other and never actually being, we'll say, comfortable while you are transforming your body, which sucks. It sucks to think, right? That sucks because you'll never, you know, if you're never living a satisfying life when you're transforming your body, mentally, you're going to get this connotation that like in order to transform yourself, you have to be uncomfortable. That's not the way you need to think about it because that's going to deter you from even wanting to transform yourself in the first place, right? And also it's, it's not the right thing to do because there's actually a better way to do this. Right, because it's like you're either too full from bulking or you're too hungry from cutting. It'll mess with your digestive system, your metabolism, and your hormones, and it's not healthy or sustainable, like by any means. It's not a good practice. Right, so now you're probably sitting here asking yourself, okay, well, I wanted to know if I should bulk or cut. Now I feel like I don't want to bulk or cut because they just feel so extreme, right? And I don't blame you for that. Actually, that was my intention. I don't want you to either bulk or to cut. Like, I don't want you to have to have to pick one because nowadays, I'll tell you this much, the knowledge is out there. You can do both at the same time. You can burn fat and build muscle at the same time, you know, regardless of if you're starting uh, fat or if you're starting skinny. 
And here's this is how we're going to talk about it. So you're probably sitting here asking, how do I change my body? How do I get more aesthetic? How do I do this all, you know, without fucking up my body, without, you know, uh, eating too much, without eating too little, all that stuff. Like, how do I do this in a way where it's actually sustainable? And my answer to you guys and girls is main gaining. It is the most sustainable form of transforming your body. It is something that I do now. You know, when I stopped doing the bulking and cutting that I was talking to you about earlier on in this podcast episode, I started to do this main gaining, right? And we're going to dive into a little bit of, of what that is and how you can do it yourself here again, because I'm always here to give you value and I want you to do the right thing. Okay. So it causes the least amount of stress on your digestive system and your metabolism because you're not required to eat in an extreme fashion. Okay. Extreme fashion being aggressive bulk or aggressive cu- uh, cut, like one of the polar opposites. So you're, you find yourself like a happy medium in between or not even in between, a little bit favoring either side, depending on your starting point, if you're starting fat or if you're starting skinny. And we're going to elaborate on that very, very shortly. All right. So, for example, it's like this. If you are coming from a place where you have more fat on your body, so you're like, you're, we'll just keep it honest, we'll keep it a stack. Here. Let's say you're fat, right? Um, you know, essentially, you simply, all you got to do is Take away 200 calories from your required maintenance caloric requirement. All right. So your intake, your caloric intake, that would keep you at that same weight. And again, this calculation varies for everybody, you know, depending on your height, depending on your your weight, your age, your physical activity level and your nutrition, of course. Um, Maintenance caloric level intake, all that stuff. You look at that, whatever is going to keep you at the same weight, subtract 200 pounds from that. Okay or not 200 pounds, 200 calories from that. And slowly, you'll be burning fat and building muscle at the same time, assuming that you're eating at least one gram per pound of protein. Okay, and you're training consistently while doing cardio. Right. So just to like wrap that up in a nutshell, if you are starting off, and you're fat, and you want to build a nice toned body. All right. Subtract 200 calories from what is required for you to, we'll say, maintain the same weight right? So 200 calories less, just dip 200 under, right? And do cardio while eating one gram per pound of body weight of protein and training consistently, hard and consistently. No, you don't have to train like a bodybuilder. You don't have to be like a pro athlete or anything, but training consistently and giving your best foot forward while making sure you're getting an adequate amount of protein and 200 calories less than what is required for you to maintain your weight your body will essentially be burning fat and be building muscle at the same time. Okay. If that makes sense to you, just nod your head silently or write it down on a piece of paper. Cause that's what you need to know. If you're starting off and you're in a position where you, you know, you're essentially fat, but if we flip the script, okay. Right. And this is what I was talking about when I was talking about the spectrum earlier of being a little bit more on one side in the middle, either, you know, closer to the, the, the cutting and, the cutting side and closer to the bulking side of things. Okay. You'd be closer to the cutting side of things. If you're starting off in a position where you, you have a lot of fat and you'd be closer to the bulking side of things. If you're starting off where you're really, really skinny. So again, let's flip the script. If you're beginning from a place of being skinny, simply all you got to do is eat 200 calories more than your maintenance caloric intake requirement. Okay. So instead of taking 200 calories less than your maintenance caloric intake requirement, which would be required if you started off fat and you want to focus more on burning fat um, and building muscle at the same time, but your priority is to burn some fat, you know, and slim down. So this one, instead of that, 
is you're putting two calories, 200 calories on top of your maintenance caloric requirement. Okay. And that's going to help you slowly build muscle as you burn fat. Again, assuming that you're eating a gram of protein per pound of body weight, training hard and consistently. And of course, you've got some form of cardio going. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Again, so instead of being on one polar end, polar opposite ends of, you know, one is uh, you're, you're bulking really hard and one is you're cutting really hard. You find a happy medium, depending on where you're starting off. If you're again, as I said, if you're fat, you're starting off with more of a uh, fat burning focused approach, which is why you're doing 200 calories less in maintenance. And if you're you know skinny, and you want to really, really bulk up, but you don't want to you know, do an aggressive bulk. You look at the middle halfway through, which is maintenance level of calories and just slap on 200 calories on top of that. Okay. And make sure that you're getting one gram per pound of protein for body weight. Again, the reason why the protein is so important is because that's, what's going to be building the muscle. Okay. Protein builds muscle. We should know that by now. All right. And now you're somewhere in between that spectrum and you're not living in an extreme way, which is sustainable. You're not going to feel like you're, you know, killing yourself to eat your meals or killing yourself to cut down. And also it cuts down the time too, because now instead of spending that, you know, one time cutting and one time bulking, you fuse that time and it's a lot more efficient because you're doing both at the same time. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Okay. The whole point about this is sustainability and efficiency, efficiency with time, efficiency with energy, and just generally the results, you know, how you can get, you know, the results that you're going to get. Like how efficient that's going to be, right? And this is the way to do it. Again, I'm just going to repeat it one more time. If you're starting off from a point where you want to focus on burning a little bit more fat, but you still want to, you know, get a nice toned body, 200 calories less than your maintenance caloric intake requirement, okay? And a gram per pound of body weight for protein. Train hard consistently with cardio. And now from the flip side, if you're beginning from a place of being skinny, again, flip it around. 200 calories more than your maintenance caloric intake requirement and slowly build muscle as you burn fat. Again, you're you're doing both, okay? Burning fat and building muscle, right? Assuming that you're eating a gram per pound of body weight of protein and training hard and consistently with cardio, you're doing both, right? But depending on where you start, you can tip the scale in, in between that happy medium there on the spectrum and begin, again, essentially, hitting two birds with one stone in a sustainable fashion where you're not going to be living in any extreme where your metabolism, where your digestive system can stay on par with you and your hormones as well. Make sense? So the question is, to wrap this all up, why bulk so aggressively for six months only to cut aggressively for another six months when you can build muscle and burn fat regardless of your starting point, which I just reiterated a million times, in a more sustainable way that won't take you nearly as much time? Ask yourself that question the next time you decide to either dive into an extreme cut or dive into an extreme bulk. All right, I hope that made sense to you. It's time for you to take action. Guys and girls, if you like this episode, share it out with a friend. I hope I was able to deliver a valuable experience to you guys today. Thank you so much for your precious time and attention. Also, if you want to lose 25 pounds and become a part of the Natural Nomad Academy, feel free to shoot me a DM and I'll see if you'll be a good fit. P.S. I won't monetize this podcast with ads because I respect your time. Also, don't forget to screenshot and share this podcast to your IG story to show support. Let's embrace your inner meathead together, all right? It's been nice chatting. Hope you like what today's topic was about. Natural IFBB Pro Mabutale, signing out. Boom. Thank you so much for your precious time and attention. This is the number one podcast for anyone on this planet, country, or nation who wants to get in the best physical shape for their next vacation. 
Don't forget to implement at least one thing from this podcast. Remember, information without implementation is just fucking noise. I provide actionable value for a reason. Take full advantage of it. If you laughed, cried, got any value, motivation, or inspiration from this podcast, share it out to one friend who you know will enjoy it too. Shameless plug, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Matt Butale, if you want to know this meathead on a more personal level. Heads up, it's not safe for work and it can get explicit. Viewer's discretion is advised. But I promise you will still laugh, learn, and get value. Also, if you want to lose 25 pounds and become a part of the Natural Nomad Academy and join the meathead community, feel free to DM me and I'll see if you'll be a good fit. Let's embrace your inner meathead. All right, it's been nice chatting. Hope you like what today's topic was about. Natural Nomad Academy head coach and natural IFBB pro Matt Butale signing out.